Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong. Radiant. Timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Schuster, and it's Tuesday, which means my favourite person in the whole wide world joins us, Delena Dixon. Hey, Misty, are you there? I am. I missed you last week. You look fabulous today. Did you change the colour of your hair? I did. I did. I'm a little blonder in the <laughs> summer, you know? I'm going to be platinum soon, let's face it. Black I girl like platinum. It. I like it. Is it true that blondes have more fun? Oh, definitely. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you have fun, whatever color, whatever do, whatever you're doing. Okay, let's jump into the show. What time is it, my friends? It is tea, tea time. time. The top of the show. Don Lemon has done his first interview since getting fired from CNN, and he claims that he was fired because he refused to put on liars and bigots. So Don is no longer at CNN, but now he's claiming he was fired because he took a stand and decided he was not going to put on air people who lied. So the journalist was in Memphis. It's his first sit-down interview. He was there giving an out uh, an award, Misty, and so he did a little interview uh, mm-hmm. with the local TV crew, but but when you're Don Lemon, these little interviews that were meant to be local go national. He said the following, mm-hmm. I have a responsibility as an American and as a journalist to tell the truth and abide by the promise of the Constitution. He went on to say the Constitution says a more perfect, not a perfect union. And I'm not perfect. Nobody is. So we all agree with that, Don. What do you think, Misty, about him saying he was fired? Because basically, his moral compass was too strong for CNN. Well, it's a great line to use if you're getting fired. you got to think of what is going to be the statement that you make to people. But let's be honest, when they moved Don Lemon to the morning show, I mean, Mm. he had to know that the writing was on the wall. Once people start kind of changing your positions and it's not a step up, but it feels like a little bit like a demotion, you start looking for other jobs. Mm-hmm. But if he did feel that the, the CNN does seem to be going towards a more conservative 
kind of voice. At least that's what people are saying. So if he did feel that they they wanted him to talk to people he didn't feel comfortable with, I think that's a fair thing to say. Yeah, I agree with you. I think, Don, you should have said it when you were there, though. Don't say it after you've been fired. Say it when you are there. Stand up for yourself. If this is as important to you as you say it is, then stand up when you were working there. Let's remember, Don got axed after comments about women being past their prime, other controversial comments, including female members of the anchor desk. They co-anchored it. Don did not like being part of an ensemble. And I get it. After years of having your own solo show in prime time, it's difficult to be part of an ensemble cast. And I don't think he ever really fit in. But I do think he's trying to rewrite history a little bit now. Had he had a huge blow up, had they booked somebody on who Don thought was a liar and a bigot, those are his words, and he refused to interview them, and then he got fired, I would believe this story. But that Mm -hmm. did not happen, Miss D. And so I think he's sort of blaming something here that he believes is true. I'm not saying he's a liar, but in reality, I don't think this was the reason he was fired. But what do you think? That's all that matters on the Naughty But Nice show. Which brings us to our poll question of the day. Don Lemon claims that CNN fired him for refusing to put on liars and bigots. Ooh, is he right? Go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Hey, Misty, what are you working on? Well, we're finally getting an update on Jamie Foxx's condition, and it's coming from his co-star on Dad's Stop Embarrassing Me, Portia Coleman. Mm. So he's been hospitalized for this mysterious illness for two months. And basically, she's saying that he's doing well. She spoke with Entertainment Tonight and said she got the health updates by speaking to people very close to her castmate. She said he's resting, he's well, he's going to be back. Trust and believe. If you remember, Jamie Foxx doesn't really talk about his life. He values Mm. his privacy. We never know who he's dating unless we see a picture of them holding hands. And uh, so she's basically saying, I know everybody wants to know, but he holds these things closest to his heart. And you remember his daughter, Corinne Fox, uh, first revealed that her father had this unspecified medical situation. People have thought maybe he had a stroke. Mm. I actually spoke to the producer of his new movie, uh, Stephen Love, and the movie is called They Clone Tyrone, which Jamie Foxx stars in. And he also said that he's looking forward to working with Jamie Foxx on a new upcoming project. So you can take that for how you will. But what do you think, Rob? Why are we not getting more information? We're not. And this is, I think, actually making things worse. This is a little bit of advice here. You're not helping Jamie. You think you are, and you're doing what you think is a good thing here, but, 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 but you're not, because all it's doing is alerting us to the fact that we haven't seen Jamie in months. We've had no of information course. from Jamie at all. Now, they did claim that he posted something on Instagram, but people are even doubting, wondering if that was even true. So he broke his silence on a story saying, quote, appreciate all the love, feeling blessed. But I think we want to see Jamie, or we want mm-hmm. real details here. And the fact no nobody's given us any details makes us even more suspicious but once again i get this miss d if you god forbid had to take a step back i would want to be out there defending you if you couldn't use your voice 
for a little while. I would want to become your voice, but I don't actually help you. All I do is shine a spotlight on the fact that you are silent. Can you keep your mouth quiet, Miss D, when it comes to friends? I know you want to do the right thing and you want to do the best thing you can, but I think here this is actually hurting Jamie. Well, actually, I am great at keeping a secret. If you want something held, my sister got engaged and she didn't tell my mama first, but told me, ooh, I told her she better go tell mom. But yes, I can keep a secret. So, and I think when it comes to health issues, just because they're a celebrity and we know everything else about their lives, doesn't mean that we have the right to know mm. about their health situation. I mean, isn't there this Hippocratic oath that doctors mm-hmm. take? So you're not supposed to know. But obviously, we just want to know that he's okay. And I guess this is how they feel they have to get the information across. But the fact that she said she heard it from people close to him, you didn't hear it from him himself? Mm -hmm. Mm, Girl, I don't Mm -hmm. know about that. He's not returning calls. I spoke to some sources who know him and they said they've texted him, they've emailed him. And yes, he's quite private. You, you, you're very wise to point that out, Misty. He never really talks about his private life. When he was dating Katie Holmes, he never admitted mm-hmm. it. I'm told that friends have texted him and he hasn't returned those texts. And even though he was private and didn't really like talking to the media when he wasn't promoting a project, he always returned his friends' texts. I'm pretty good at that too, Misty. You're excellent at it. If a friend texts me, it might take me half an hour to get back to you, but I do try and text everybody back even if it's a short response jamie was very much like that if you texted him he responded and he hasn't for a couple of months and this is making people who know him who have his phone number even more suspicious okay Mm. moving along I, i love this story because it just makes me giggle there's a real fancy private club here in new york city it's called cassie cipriani and they're trying to update their list because their clientele is quote getting a little trashy it's this really fancy private member club located in lower manhattan it's desperately trying to find new members because the old crowd is a little quote low rent sources tell page six quote they're trying to get a better crowd because everybody is complaining that there's a bunch of mobsters there with young girls who are practically running around naked another person describes the atmosphere as girls looking for sugar daddies i've got to admit misty the night that i went this mobster type character took me i'm not a member of this club but he took me if you're listening hello 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 he would probably take that as a compliment but he was really really shady and we turned up at the club and then 10 minutes later these two half naked very young girls joined us at our table and so all of this rings true at least to me mystery these private clubs Oh, my goodness. First of all, I'm wondering who's paying for memberships and who are getting invited to come Mm -hmm. in? Because I don't think those young girls running around half naked have the money for this club. And that might be part of the problem. I mean, you have to make sure that your clientele can actually, you know, pay to get in and aren't looking for sugar daddies. Um, And and and. And I mean, who's running the asylum here? (laughs) And don't you have to fill out some kind of paperwork to get in? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just hilarious. I have not been there. I have been to some private clubs. And yes, I can say sometimes when you're in a private setting, uh, the the clientele is a little bit unexpected. That's all I'll say. Right. I mean, because people that can afford these memberships 
are generally older people and most of them are men who are going out looking for trouble and it attracts younger ladies who are looking for money. It's just, it was a really weird place. And let's remember too, Taylor Swift went there and she got photographed Mm. inside on a date with Matty Healy. And then there were some reports in page six at the Post that she had dropped her membership because it's meant to be a no photograph rule. No photographs inside this private club. It's very eyes wide shut. Doesn't it sound like so mysterious? Mm. I got to admit, Misty, when I went, super fancy, really beautiful. The quality of the carpets and the furniture and the tables, everything is top of the line except the people that go there. We get a better crowd, Misty, at Bottino. And I think that really is the success, the key to success of a really enjoyable evening, at least for me. It's the company. It's not necessarily the location. It's the company. And if I have a table of fun, diverse, interesting people, I'm much more happy doing that, Misty, than spending a ton of money drinking fancy wine, talking to people that I don't find very interesting at all. What about you? Oh, absolutely. And the worst thing is to go to a place like that. And because you don't fit the, um, let's just say, look that Mm. people are expecting, um, getting ignored is never fun. So I'd rather hang with my friends either at their apartments or with you at Botino, having a couple (laughs) glasses at happy hour and having a damn good time. Yes, indeed. Okay, moving along. What's going on with Wheel of Fortune? Well... Let's talk about Vanna White. You know, she's been on the show for more than 41 years. And so uh, maybe she's due a raise because she is renegotiating her contract for the 23-24 season. And there's a very good reason. So it's it's said that she has made $3 million a year. I know, a lot for us for the past 40 or so years. And she gets bonuses, not raises over the year for being Mm. a part of the show. But her longtime host of the show, Pat Sajak, is set to retire next year. So uh, she's a little worried. She's been on the show for a while. She's she's gorgeous. She is 66. And we know how people can be very Mm -hmm. ageist. And she's afraid when somebody new comes in, that she'll be ousted out the door. So she's hired Brian Freeman um, to actually take on this case to go back to Sony to be hard-nosed and also maybe, you know, slip in that there could be some age discrimination, Mm -hmm. some discrimination against women. Because you know what? Girlfriend has earned her money and she should get it. What do you think, Rob? Absolutely. I hope Varna stays with the show. I mean, I think at the minute with Pat leaving, if you love that show, you want to stabilise it. I don't want two new people coming in. Mm -hmm. I'm told a lot of buzz was Ryan Seacrest is going to replace Pat Sajak. But what insiders are telling me is that he's not the first choice. The first choice is Sherry Shepard. Sherry Shepard is who they want. They want it to be more funny. They love her. She's so talented and she's such a a funny comedian. She's so light. But I don't know about Vanna and Sherry. I don't know if there's any chemistry there. They don't really know each other. But I wonder if there will be any chemistry there. It's very interesting, isn't it? When somebody leaves a show, when somebody leaves a job, particularly the boss that liked you, you're in trouble. My friend recently, Mm. Mr. You know this, my friend Dylan, he left a job and I was like, oh, no, everything's going to change. Has that ever happened to you, Mr. You've you've been really good at a job. You really enjoy it. And then the person that looks after you, the person who's the boss, they leave. 
Uh, no names mentioned. OK Magazine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you left. <laughs> Our editor in chief, Katie, left at the time. Oh, and remember. I basically like I, I pulled the Don Lemon. I was like, oh, I need to start reading the writing <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> You're starting to change my job title. I knew it was over. So, yeah. you know, obviously, especially in our business, um, it's the people that you know, and, and the, they can help you, they can they can harm you. And so uh, when a person that's that's been your cheerleader and it leaves a job, you might want to pull out of your you resume. Might, yeah. It's not 100%, but you might want to just get it freshened up. Yeah, maybe not the right time to be asking for a raise. If you're listening, Vana, <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Quickly before we go to break, John Goodman from The Roseanne Show said that he does not regret speaking up for Roseanne Barr after her racist tweet. So Roseanne mm. got fired after a really vile, disgusting, disgusting tweet. We're not going to remind everybody what she said, but it was just awful. At the time, John Goodman said that he felt sorry for her and he said he loves her and he knows that she's not a racist person. This is complicated for me, Misty, because I really admire defending your friends and we all do stupid things. However, when it comes to racism, that's a bridge too far for me. Yeah. And when you think back to what what she said, I mean, that's not like you made a mistake or you you made an assumption that was maybe off color or down the wrong path. She said something that was so egregious, you can't get your way around it. Um, but it is hard. You do want to support your friends. Yeah. But I think maybe the best bit is to say, you know, she did something that was wrong and she paid for it. And as she rightfully should, mm. even though I still consider her somebody that I love. But acknowledging the fact that she did something wrong and that the punishment was, you know, worthy of the crime. That's right. That's absolutely right. Hey, hey we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty Benai Show. I'm Rob Schroeder with our dear friend, Misty. Hey, Misty, let's get to the polls. Da, da, da. Dun, dun, dun. Yesterday, we talked about Taylor Swift turning down Meghan Markle's personal invite. She sent a personal invite to Taylor to appear on her podcast. Taylor said, no, thank you. Are you team Taylor or are you team Meghan? Let's have a look. Oh, team Taylor gets 70% with team Taylor here. I don't know necessarily if you have to be one team or another, but I do think Taylor's right here. If you don't want to do something, you can politely say no. You don't have to do stuff you don't want to do. And Meghan Markle, lover or hater, is very controversial. And so yes. Taylor Swift just didn't want to get involved in this. She's got her own thing. She doesn't need publicity. Let's, let's be honest about that. So I think Taylor probably did the right thing. What do you think? I mean, she's in the middle of a tour. I'm sure that's tiring. And yes, she has her own controversies to deal with. So if she's on Meghan Markle's show, even if they talk about the weather or they talk <laughs> about math, which is like, you know, two plus two equals four, people are going to read into it. So the best thing to do, even though you read into not doing the right. show, but to actually have words out there that could be analyzed and dissected. Eh, she was like, eh, eh, I ain't going down that path. I, I got to respect her for that. I ain't doing it. Okay, don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob, our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now, a gentleman that you've met, Misty, our nicest of the nice. day. Mm. Man, I should have been just a little bit more flirty when I did meet John Hamm because he is off the market now. He wed his Mad Men co-star. Her name is Anna in Big Sur, California, where they actually filmed the show's 2015 series finale. Oh. 
So, okay, they had this star-studded ceremony. Anna was wearing a strapless white mm. crown, that, a punching neckline, a thigh-high slit. <laughs> and, okay, John Slatery, who I also oh. talked to, was there. He was the one who actually told me who John Hamm was because I didn't know <laughs> Mad Men at the time. And then some other people who came, Paul Rudd, hello, Larry David, wow. Tina Fey, Brooke Shields, wow. and the fellow newlywed, Billy Crudup. So it sounds like it was a wonderful ceremony. What a wonderful ceremony. Misty could have been you. So Misty was at an event. A friend of ours was the PR director for Mad Men and you were at the Golden Globes and Misty was at the back and I think Fiano had an empty seat at her table and said, Mm -hmm. come and join us. You were sitting in front, let me say that again, in front of Angelina Jolie. I was. And then I was, I knew John Slattery because I'd seen him in so many things and I was like, who's that guy over there? And he's like, that's John Hamm, <laughs> the star of the show. And I was the like, star oh, of the show. Okay. You're at nice. I didn't the know. Congratulations. And now I know she's there. Naughty, naughty, naughty. Meghan McCain is getting blasted for calling Hunter Biden the ultimate product of nepotism. So people are saying, Meghan, you know, we're not going to get political on this show. We don't do that on this show. But in her Daily Mail column, she really went after Hunter Biden, saying he's done nothing except have a famous daddy. And people are like, Meghan. You too, honey. We don't really know what you do. You got the view because of your dad. You've got this column because you are John McCain's daughter. Like, it just makes me laugh. I mean, I'm sure here, Megan's not exactly wrong. She's just the wrong messenger. People are so blinded. Megan, you should never, ever, ever talk about nepotism, even if you happen to be right. Our naughtiest of the day. Okay, let's end with a moment of Rob. You gotta rub, you gotta rub, you gotta rub. Where's mine? Kindness is seeking the best in others when they cannot see it themselves. When people are down, when people need, need a little help, lift them up. Often it takes a while to see stuff in ourselves. We're the last person to actually see it. So point it out. Be kind to other people. Once again, kindness is simple. It's just seeing the best in others. If you have a choice to make between the best or the worst, always pick the best. That is it for today. Thank you so much for Ooh. listening to The Naughty But Nice with Rob and Misty Show, uh, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you can. And remember, all together now, come on, Naughties, come on, Misty. If you're going, if to, be you're naughty, going to be naughty, you've got, you've got to, to be yes. nice. Take care, everybody. Bip, bip. Bye-bye. It's Naughty But Nice with Rob. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. 
Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and in the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.